This is the hot tip. Hey, welcome to Hot Tip. It's Delhi. It's Sal. Uh... Okay, so uh, <laughs> we've got. A couple, we've I got tried a... to impersonate Delhi today, and it didn't quite yeah, work out. It, it never worked out too well. No, no it never works. It never works. We've got a couple of guests with us today. We've got to my left. Riley. Hey, it's me again. Yes, you know Riley from the flirting episode. And a new favorite. Dean. Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Dean. (laughs) Um, Usually we talk about dating, but for one second, we're just going to take a hot second, rapid fire. Everyone name their favorite soft drink. You can say more than one or none. Oh, it's Riley. I love a Diet Coke. Uh, Deli and I like orange juice. Dean and I like soda water. Does that not count? <laughs> no. It does, it, I mean, there is fizz in it. Yeah. I don't um, like the sugar. You don't like the sugar? No. <laughs> you I don't like the sugar. Sorry. Um, I, my name is Cell, and I like a C+. And we have actually a ghost, our first ghost on, on the podcast. I like beer. <laughs> the ghost is really friendly. And old. <laughs> exactly. Old ghost. Who likes beer? You know, we're learning a lot about them today. I'll, well, I guess there's only one. So, in today's episode, it's a bit of a doozy, but we're going to keep it light and friendly for everyone who's above 30. Um, the episode, oh. I'm deaf playing. Ooh, look, the sensitive feelings. No, don't be. We're talking about things that, you know, I'm leaving. Lots of... <laughs> I'm leaving now. Goodbye. Um, no, the ghost is saying it's cool. We have a replacement. So, <laughs> we are talking about dating in your 30s and kind of like it's a, it apparently is a wild world um <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing so like you know when like basically like when did you guys first start dating someone like your first bfgf in your life oh uh my first bf was in grade 10 like like really besides my grade 3 boyfriend but uh, yo demoted <laughs> Fuck you, grade three boyfriend. You don't even count yeah, grade ten boyfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tell you. Um, probably be like primary school. Oh, okay. okay. President accounted for. This made her look yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bitch was real. <laughs> like, I what? was eight. Exactly. <laughs> eight and balling. <laughs> uh, Dean. Uh, like 16? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say 14 or 15 for me. Ghost? <laughs> Ghost didn't. Ghost has he never didn't. dated anyone. <laughs> Dead before that, I guess. It was, you know, unfortunate accident. Railway accident. Um, there was a case of beer. He stumbled on it onto a par- on a train track. It was just, it was a lot, you know. Oh, Vodka smash. <laughs> you got Vodka smashed <laughs> into the train tracks. Anyway, true, true, true. Well, Obviously, like, from the genesis of fucking with people, primary school, you know, reasonable ages, <laughs> no drugs. But <laughs> how, how did you find, like, the evolution of you guys dating? Like, what was the purpose of dating at that time versus, like, let's say, in, like, when you were 24? You, whatever, me, whatever age you remember in that range. <laughs> Dan Dean looked panicked. <laughs> 24, a blur. <laughs> I don't think there was even much of a purpose. I think for... I can. I guess I'll speak for myself. There wasn't much of a purpose. It was just a thing that you did. Yeah, yeah based they... on social pressures and like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I know. I feel like. Did you end up like? 
Is it one of those things? Because there's some people that, like, they meet at 14, they date till they're, like, 24. Yeah. I don't know why this age now is... <laughs> I'm going to bring up 24 along this. But you know what I mean? Like, that, like... It's kind of an interesting thing. Like, did anybody have, like, a long-term young relationship? Yeah, I had a, I met a partner at 18, and then we broke up when I was 26. Wow. Whoa. Long time. So, like, in your early 20s, that's a really long developmental period. You didn't get to hoe. Oh, I hoed. <laughs> <laughs> we are four and a half landscapers. Okay, guys, get your head and mind out of the gutter. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Oh, true. Okay, well then, if you don't mind asking, why'd you guys break up? I think it, uh, we were at a point when it was like, we didn't live together. Um, ever? Ever. Wow. Oh. We lived together after we broke up because we were really good friends. What? Um, we so when the entire time. So when we first started dating, we were living with our parents, and then I moved to Toronto. He was still living out of the city. He moved to the city. We didn't live together. We both needed to like live out of our parents, outside of our parents' houses. Um, and then eventually, when we did end up breaking up, it was like work. We were kind of at a crossroads where we either get married, what or. We don't. And I don't think... At 24, I wasn't ready to get married. And so... Or at 26, I wasn't ready to get married. And then I was like, I don't think this is it. Wow. And so we, like, had a pretty mature breakup. And it was really civil. Um, we took some time apart. And now we're still really good friends. That's amazing. Yeah. It's also very rare to stay friends. Super rare. Mm-hmm. He's he's great. What? Ghost can attest. He's a wicked dude. The beer drinker likes <laughs> likes <laughs> likes the ex new friend. Uh, yeah, no, that was, but it was also a huge learning experience for me, having been in a long term relationship like that. But that said, I got out and I was like, "Whoa, who am I? Let me figure it out. How do I figure it out? Put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Get a hoe in your hand, girl. <laughs> 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 That's the type of phrases yeah. I like. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dean? Like, what was dating in your 20s like? Well, I met, I was in a serious relationship from, like, 21 to 23, and then I was in a super long relationship till, like, I was in, from 24 to, I don't know, almost 29, I guess? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's your entire 20s. Yeah, I didn't really... Like, you didn't it have up. a hoe in your hand. No. Yeah, when did you no. pick up the hoe? 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, excellent segue. <laughs> did you find that you're kind of like living your thir- like your 20s in terms oh, of Oh, yeah, totally. That's totally what happened to me. What? That's so wild. Because <clears throat> I, I feel like I lived two different lives. Like, in my 20s, I was probably living the more responsible life that you're supposed to live. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, fuck this. And then my 30s, I was like... Maybe live in my early twenties when I should have probably done it earlier, but not that I didn't no party, shit. but like you know what I mean. Like it just, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do things for myself rather than what you're supposed to do, and then. Whoa, was that kind of a conscious choice, or it just worked out that way? Uh, it was a bit of b- both. I th- it, it was like uh, definitely had a realization that I'm like, no, I should just fucking do whatever the hell I want in my life. It's my life, and then. You're wondering why like you the burned. Bon Jovi song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it honestly is now or never. It is. 
<laughs> so as soon as I heard that song, I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really resonated with me. Then Better Roses, I was <laughs> fucked. Oh, man, what is that about? <laughs> So what about you so oh hell no <laughs> no i just i feel like the maybe the opposite may happen or i may be i don't know while in fives but like i don't know i've had like um, a couple light things but i'm a bit of a commitment foe so i find as i get older and like you know more road ahead or whatever but i think i'm starting to like calm down from like what initially would make me more um unavailable i suppose for a long-term relationship yeah. What about you, Del? I, um, I think my dating in my 20s was pretty sporadic. I had I had a period where I didn't date anyone for a while because I felt I should like grow as a person. Oh wow! So that That's was that was pretty um, deliberate. What like what prompted hmm. that? I don't know. It's just it's just an idea that I had from quite a, a long time ago, and especially watching other friends go through their relationships, and I could tell that when they weren't ready to be in a relationship, and they were actually in one, and how upset they were mm-hmm. that they were. They felt that they were, in some way, sort of chained to this other person, and like unnecessarily. So I just figured, you know what? When I feel that I'm ready, when I feel that I've grown up more as a person, then I'll be able to date, and I will actually know what I want, rather than just dating. And then when you get into a couple, you're sort of giving away too much of yourself because you haven't fully developed yet, so you don't know what you want. You're part of this couple when you haven't solidified who you are as a person. So. Yes. That's interesting because I feel like that's what happened to me. But like more recently, like I didn't get to that conclusion until way later, like okay. in the last like three years, <clears throat> where I was like, "Oh yeah, maybe you do need some time to for yourself to analyze stuff properly and figure out what you really yeah. want out of life." I think it's important, especially if you're if you're pretty young, you should have a a, a time to yourself to do whatever you want to do selfishly by yourself. Once you get into a couple, that stuff has to stop because you have to think about the other person. So you can't do everything you want. You know, some of the stuff has to be yeah, put to the side. to compromise. Yeah, exactly. That. You have to compromise in relationships. And I feel there should be a period in someone's life where they don't compromise. They do what they want to do to get it out of their system so they can be a better partner to whoever they meet up with. It's true. Because when, when that doesn't happen and you, you're in a relationship, there's going to be a point where you're going to seem selfish to the other person. Or it might lead to like something like cheating or some other. Yes, or, or manifest yeah. in some different or something, way. Yeah, or manifest in, in yeah, some different way. I feel like I came to that conclusion after my long term relationship, where I was I was then a commitment phobe because I didn't know how to not be in a relationship, and then I was like, oh, it. I didn't like myself after I after I got a hoe in my hand and realized that I was like an independent woman. She entered into the garden. Yeah. <laughs> And then realized, like, I don't want to be that person again. So mm. now I was afraid to be in a relationship mm. because I didn't know how to be in a relationship that wasn't that like wasn't that, that. Like that. Right. And also when you jump, like, from one to another, you, like, automatically drop into the previous role that you had without even For thinking sure. about it's Like, what you were saying where you saw your friends kind of just, mm. that's exactly what you see happen. It's just, like, the person's replaced, but they're doing the exact same shit. But they're afraid to change, so sometimes they just you just springboard to someone else because you don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I don't want that shit. <laughs> no, thank you. No. No, no. Wow, so like this is kind of an interesting thing. Like, do you find that because like you're still you're still alive. Go for it. We had a doorbell earlier. <laughs> but like, because like you're still like you're still gonna be more mature at the age that, like, let's say twenty six, like when you mm-hmm. broke up with your partner or whatever. Do you think that like, kind of, like, your worldly experiences 
did help you in figuring out who you were a bit faster? Like, versus, like, a 19-year-old, like, while and out. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's so easy to fall back into those old habits, right? Oh, really? You're like, yeah. I'm 19 again, but, like, not in the way that you're, like, thrilled about. Yeah. But, but in those in those roles especially, right? Because you are, like, so comfortable, and I, and I played personally played that role for so long that it's easy to fall back into that that habit Mm -hmm. so it takes some time to get some perspective on that role it took a long i'm still getting perspective on that role that's so wild Mm -hmm. yeah it's like always like yeah it's like in the hindsight is where the learning i guess happens yeah and that that period of Mm self-reflection if you choose to do it or not and i think that's there's a really valuable lesson in that are you ready Open question, everyone. Are you ready to, like, be in a relationship now, or do you think you still need more time? More time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ghost has opinions! <laughs> Sally, just like Raphael, keep that. Uh, no, I'm not seeking, no, I'm not seeking anything right now because I feel like I still, yeah, I still want more time. I'm, I mean, everyone always says like, oh, something comes along, but then we talk about like the law of attraction unless, you know, you, you attract what you're ready for at that moment and, you know, I don't want anything. I'm having my, yeah, I don't know. But you're going to feel a lot of changes too because you're in school and like there's all, yeah, it's like a lot of things where it's like you're building a version of a future that you really want. It's kind of an awkward time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm not ready to fit someone into it, this unknown that I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen yet. True. I want some flexibility. I don't want to be held down. No one chains a hoe down. <laughs> 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 That's not, I said that out loud. I thought that yeah. would be like more subtle and then it came out. It was just like... <laughs> Guys, don't get the wrong opinion about No, me. no, she's not, she's not, she's not. You live your best life. Um, are you a deaner? How do you feel about this? Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm teeter-totter. I could go either way, I think, right about now. I think of... I don't know. It's not clear to me, but like, I think if the right thing were to happen, I'd probably go for it. Ooh. So you're like open, but not like... Mm-hmm. Mm. Like you're open... <laughs> Right, Carrie. You like Okay, actually, I have a little voice, so you know, you get what you get. But you're okay. But like, I still have yet to see it because, like, you know, maybe if if it was happening, I might be like, oh, whoa, what the fuck's going on? You know, like, you can only meet on like the first floor of any building in case they have to jump out the window. The bathroom. That was just a tip. The bathroom trick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My <laughs> secret. Works every time. Exactly. Oh, that's mean. Once a friend of mine, this is unrelated, but also whatever, funny, a friend of mine went on a date with a girl and got... Sorry, our, our ghost is <laughs> angling for something. Like, I don't... Okay, no, we're good. Crazy <laughs> sound Oh, boy. Um, but a friend of mine was, um, went on a date with a girl, but was very nervous. I think I told the story before. And he, like, got really, really, really drunk. And then he ended up ghosting, but didn't remember. And then woke up in his <gasps> own bed to all these texts being like, you fucking asshole. Because apparently he didn't pay his bill, obviously. He was, like, so faded. He, like, stumbled home. But he said he was going to the washroom. But he was, like, the first time he did that accidentally. Oh, that's a... It was rare. That's a... You know, 
she had never been seen again. <laughs> she was like, bye. Well, yeah, red flag. Yeah, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. That's a hell of a yeah. yeah. You can't come back The red flag. Oh, my God. That's too expensive. But how do you... Okay, so, like, like, you guys are, like, you know, in your 30s or whatever. Do you find that there's a lot of pressure from any situation, whether your family or friends or whatever, like, to be in a relationship? Because doesn't society kind of, like, force you to, to be booed up? Anybody? Takers? I mean, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Uh, I think my parents were more upset about my breakup of my long-term relationship than I was. Oh, wow. Because they were like, they this had, is the like, positioned themselves. They're like, we're going to get grandbabies. We're going to have a wedding. We're mm. going to do all this. And I was like, fuck that. And so now it's taken literally six years to, to like, present this to my family it's like that's not gonna happen so they still they always ask about him like they think he's gonna come back or whatever no they don't think he's gonna come back but they're like they still hold a place in their hearts for him for sure mm-hmm. oh, um, he kind of grew up with you i guess in in front of yeah and and definitely like there was a there was a point in my life where i thought that i was gonna have a wedding and have a baby and like in my 20s too that i thought that was gonna be it and then a light switch went on mm-hmm. um, it's a hard thing to like live like kind of independently, you know, like to make a decision like that, and not to be not to be single. I mean, but like to to have your own thoughts because it's like pressure. Is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, my coping mechanism with that is to move. I've moved away from my family, so there's some distance there because you if mean I, physically, right? Physically, yeah, okay. physically separate. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. fuss with none of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but physically step away because I'm living my life and I'm not living my life for them, and so they. That's their shit to deal with, not my shit. Uh, so I would I would find it harder if they were closer in proximity to me. That's true. What about you, Dean? You're of the Greeks. <laughs> You're a well, brown man, you know. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah, I definitely come from a traditional family. Um, Is it I, something I think that you wanted for yourself at one point, like to be like same deal. Like, I'm well, I think I think when like I broke up in my late twenties with that long term, cause we were like, we were going to get married and stuff like that. So I think it seemed like everything was all worked out. And then when I came to that realization, it was like kind of the first time I was like, no, I'm not, I'm doing this stuff for myself. So that's kind of, I had to be like upfront with my parents and like, and my family. And I still like to this day, still get pressure from them like all the time. Like if I go to see my grandmother, she's like, where's the girl? Just like could be anybody, just like placeholder. So not person. not like the girl from the twenty from your twenties, or just like where's the girl as in where's yeah, the yeah. a girl? Like, like yeah. at this point, yeah. they're like they just want any girl to right. appear. <laughs> Operator. I think they like they they always like really uh, fall in love with like my girlfriends, and then they like you know they'll keep like I don't know. My family's like I think a rare thing because every girl I've dated like really usually bonds pretty hardcore with my family because it's like a traditional family like that most people don't get in North America mm-hmm. so when they kind of get a taste of that it's like almost like that. <laughs> maybe what you went through with your you were saying that like they loved your ex right yeah 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 so it's like they almost have their own relationship there where it's like everything 
with you're not them only breaking so up with great. the person, yeah, you're the, breaking the, up with the person's family. Yeah, and they like, point. you know, they liked my sisters and like yeah. my parents and like the whole thing. So it's if you like, get like pulled aside, they're like, "Don't fuck, like, don't fuck this up for us." do it for the culture Dave do it for the culture (laughs) but they're like you know they're really caring and they like really break like when they're expecting them to be part of your family so they really bring them in like they really feel like part of the family Mm -hmm. which is great when it's happening and when everything's good when things go sour then it's really messed up yeah then it feels shit and then you yeah again you don't have to break up with that girl you also have to tell your parents that you're breaking up with that girl and it's not only a decision for you, you have to consider all of the other angles. Mm-hmm. Totally. Jelly. So, has that, has anything like that ever happened to you? Because you're so far oh, away from pretty, your family. Yeah, uh, pretty, I, I felt it sort of early, what, early to mid-twenties and then I just decided to shut it down immediately. Shocking. I was not entertaining. I, I was not entertaining. I don't bring the girl. <laughs> No, I, I was. I basically didn't want to entertain, entertain any of that. So I was of the mindset that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it for my own happiness and not for their own happiness. Because at some point, I'm going to have to live with this person. So I can't do something for someone else, super for my own benefit. So I basically shut it down pretty early, and then just took it from there. That's yeah. That was just my mindset from then. And then after how that, how old were you then? I was probably like mid mid twenties. Oh, okay. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? No. Nah. <laughs> were you in Canada at that point? And there no, no. Uh, I left for Canada after that, a couple of years after that. So, yeah. You left for Canada? Yeah. Okay. So, I turned up late 20s. Nice one. Nice one. Well, now that nobody wants to be in a relationship, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, okay. So, let's do fun. I don't think that nobody wants to be in a relationship, but I think the way relationships even work now is so different what do you mean i don't know i just uh, i catch like a way different vibe in society about how things go than even when i was in my 20s like seemed really normal to just fall into a long-term relationship then whereas now it seems like the opposite Mm -hmm. it's true so I feel like act of God I, it's people like even stuck like stuck with each other for longer than five yeah, minutes. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you know, like people growing up that are younger. I I catch the vibe that like they're all commitment phobes. Like they, or they're all poly, or they're all poly. Oh my yeah. god! Can we, we honestly we always talk about this. I know another episode, but still, like I. Feel but that's just like, saying that you're not gonna com- like you don't have to deal with commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you get to also be alternative too. So like two birds with one. Yeah, song. yeah. How totally, wonderful! It's totally. <laughs> and you get to put on your. Tinder profile that you're yeah. Oh my god. Which is really trendy, you know. Yeah. My favorite Tinder profile, we did an episode for, you know, our four fans. Uh, again, you know it. About like trying <laughs> Oh, to, you know it. <laughs> you know it. Well, I'm not. Uh, about trying, we tried um, dating apps or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, we did, yeah, yeah, we yeah, did yeah. that. And yeah. with Sarah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Our guru. Um, and it was a joke. Like I saw this guy was. I think he wrote non. I always talk about this because it was my favorite thing. I'll never forget it. It was like etched in my memory. Like non-monogamous. Period. Ethnically DTF. Oh yeah, what yeah. What the oh. fuck does that mean? And he was like forty something. So y'all, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> you say ethically or ethnically? Ethnically. You can guess. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> no. The van is limitless. I can't deal with no that. Limit. No, 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 no. 
ridiculous. That's offensive. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. I was like, this yeah, lives. Imagine why he was on that dating app. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, somebody like made a profile, perhaps a ghost for him. And then he just ended up. It was Would you guys ever date someone younger than you? In the current place that you're at? Yes. Yeah, but it depends on What's how much limit? younger I guess for. <laughs> is there no limit? <laughs> I typically don't date younger than me just because I I think we've talked, Sal and I have talked about being attracted to confidence because we are like fairly confident women. Fairly? Um, you more. No, no, but I'm like, this is a joke. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, so typically, like, don't, you don't find that confidence in younger people. It's a rare thing. But I think as you get older, that's, you know, that gap widens. Mm-hmm. Because there's, like, a brazenness, I think, of, of youth that maybe isn't the same thing as, like, confident, where you're, like... But I don't know. I don't... To be honest, I don't know. Is there, like, a limit to the age? Like, not for you guys that you would date? Yeah, like, what's your Tinder profile, like, or, or if you were to yeah. do, like, that, that sliding scale of, like, age oh, range? Ages, yeah. What's yeah, what is that? I'll have to think about it. it will Mine's, up. like, 30 to 38. 38? Yeah. Why is Jeff at 38? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking old. <laughs> Grandma ghost. <laughs> Grandma ghost. Shout out to all the olds. <laughs> oh, Delhi. I'm trying to think. Better. If I had a choice, it would probably have to be. It would have to be late 20s. Like your beginning. Yeah. Okay, not the end point. Not the end point. <laughs> <laughs> and roll back. No, no, no. <laughs> Dean? Yeah, I think so. Uh, like 27 to 36. Okay. But like... So young, you do you would skew younger. Yeah. You're yeah. more likely to skew younger. I mean like... I mean, you're being honest. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean... There's no right answer. I, it, it's weird because like sometimes you can meet someone that is younger and they like, can be more mature than I am, so... Whatever. Like, I've been in that position before. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. Where the, I'm like, you're, you're gonna go out and drink. You're like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but is that mature? I don't know, man. Like, like I feel like that shit. But you're still like, mm-hmm. there's different. I don't know if like you not drinking or drinking is like mature. I know, but like, I'm more likely to, to go out, but... if you're more likely to like rage than someone that's like 24. Let's say then is that that's kind of a. You don't think there's a maturity? Yeah, no, oh, I agree. I wouldn't but say. I wouldn't say that shows. Ma- from- I wouldn't say that shows. Ma- that shows maturity. Like, I think that's just a lifestyle difference. Mm. Yeah. I think you can still rage and then still be like mature and focused on your stuff. Yeah, I mean, it also depends on your lifestyle. Yeah, if that's not your uh, lifestyle. Then you're gonna have nothing in common. I also find like a lot of people that are 24, since that's the magic number. And when I was 24, uh, you think you got shit figured out, and you think you're really fucking Warsaw. smart. So. At that age, when you meet someone like that, they they seem they can seem like they are confident and they have their shit together, even though they probably don't. Definitely don't. Yeah, I had a strong summer of twenty fours. Oh, cats out of the bag now! <laughs> the time they did this through that, yeah, but that's like it's bravado. Like it's like a false confidence because you're just like just being ignorant, but yeah. not in a bad way. You're but I also think a lot of people around that age, like you're finishing school. So you're also like on a high from that, like I fucking know some match. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'm that's, gonna go this crush is the now world. Why I think I stopped at 38 because I'm still a student. So if I'm dating someone in their 40s, 
and I'm a student, then there's going to be a gap in, in interest there or gap in like commonalities. But that's just my ex- me projecting my expectations onto other people. That's a difficult one because you're a mature student, right? So it's like not... Because the thing about not dating a student is like you don't know what to do with your life. But if you're going into it, it's like this is my... Um, you know, you're only going for the degree because yeah. I want to access a job. Right. So it's like you're, it's not, you're not even in the same headspace probably as the people that you're going to school with. Yeah, but then likely our schedules are going to be completely different, right? Mm. So I work at, I go to school during the day, I work at a restaurant at night. That's true. But you're also hella busy. <laughs> you're like... I don't, I don't got time for to date. It's a lot of... To realize. Well, it can be a lot of fucking work and time, and you're like, is this yeah, worth yeah. the time? Like, yeah. And you have, you like, when you get older, you got shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's important. Like, you're like... I don't want to sit there and waste my night on yeah. something bullshit. Like, I'd rather spend my one evening free with friends that I actually never get to see and that I care about than with some rando that I met off the internet that is more than more likely than not a bust. Yeah, and it's not going to pay for my fucking drinks. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. True. Standards. Is that what happens? You develop standards the older you get. Yeah, but where do those standards come from? Like, how do you, how do you build those standards? I think... I f- Trial and error? I think it comes from experience. A lot of it comes from mm-hmm. experience. You know what you don't want anymore. Yeah. yeah. You, so you know don't what want you to repeat don't want. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's weird when some people can feel familiar and there's, like, a comfort in that, but then you're just like, no, I've just been... Yeah, you... I've been you, in this area before yeah mm. but we've also all again putting words in your mouth but like also all been in that situation where you're like i know this isn't right but i'm gonna do it anyway the whitney, the whitney song it's not right but it's, but okay. it's okay yeah 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 you're gonna make it anyway you're gonna make it anyway like i'm just gonna do this it's gonna make me feel good in the moment and i know yeah i know it's not the right thing to do but maybe that's what maturity pays off for right because when you're young you don't know that truth yeah yeah and like i mean young mind yeah you just do it because you don't yeah you think it's gonna work out and that's when you get really hurt but when you're just like i've decided to make a bad choice let me live yeah yeah and there's that's something so empowering but but uh i think that (laughs) we're just literally justified making horrible like decisions (laughs) you know what there's something so empowering about being like (laughs) boss down motherfucker i'll give you a chance but i feel like i think we've talked about this before but i think a lot of people do that because then it's it's almost going back into the the commitment like phobia thing yeah because you're not really dealing with that issue because you're like you're not looking for mr mrs right you're just this is like a stopgap, so it makes it easy to just have an experience rather than like, this is the rest of my life forever, there's so much pressure, we're gonna get married, like, there's none of that, you're like, this is not gonna work, so like, fuck, I'm gonna have fun for like, whatever time this mm. is going on for, and like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, I mean, some people coming in out of your life, you still learn something. That's yeah, true. People it is true, but I feel like people, there are some people that I know that are in their 40s that live in that gap, that, that per- stop perpetually, gap. perpetually, oh, yes. yes, a lot of you people are forty five. Have you not like don't don't, figure out. don't don't pretend that you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's but, if you respect but, your elders, you call them a fuck man. Yeah, no, I mean no, you don't. Like, still yeah, a fuck boy for life, or do you call him oh, a fuck oh, man? Is it like out oh, of respect? Oh fuck, fuck man. <laughs> yeah. No, they're still a fuck boy because you're they're not mature enough. Yeah, it's yeah. True. Um, so I think there's some, there's credit to be given to somebody who acknowledges that you're making a bad decision. Is that, is this 
fuck man like equivalent to like a cougar? What? No. No, 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 why not? A cougar like preys on the young, and a fuckboy acts <laughs> like a young. <laughs> a fuckboy, a fuckboy feeds on the young too, though. Or fuck man. No. They're perpetually dating like the same age group women. Not necessarily. Well, that's one type of fuckboy, man. No fuckboy. Fuck all. Fuck man. There's, is, all, there's so, no fuck man. There's always fuckboy. Yeah, that's true. Well, we just made up fuck man. But we realized it doesn't work because yeah. Are you grown though? Are you grown if you're a fuck man? Ghost. If a tree falls in the forest. Is there such thing as a fuck man? I don't know anything about this. Literally. What Okay. Ghost is turning up right now. Cody puts a ghost in the corner. Funny. Okay, well, what are things now that you look for, like, obviously, like, in people that you would give a chance to? You know, like, pretty much, I think everyone's under the agreement that, like, if the person's worth it, fine, but the person has to be worth it. So what makes somebody worth it, given the experience and, and where you're at right now? Anyway? I think it's different for everyone, but, um... <laughs> yeah? But, uh, someone that you can think about settling down with, if that's what you want to do. They need to have those qualities. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dolly, are you going to give us some insight into what those qualities are? Yeah, that oh, was, for me personally. That was yeah. very big. Uh, <laughs> what are your leisure activities? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> We're picking on you. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'll, I'm used to it now. <laughs> He's acclimatized. <laughs> yeah. I missed the last podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 you missed a good one. Yeah, it's a theme. Anyway, so what are some traits that you guys are looking for? I'm assuming maturity is one of them, right? Because you don't want to date fuckboy man. So, or, if, you know, fuck, fuck, I'm a maturity girl woman. sense of humor. Fuck girl woman? Level, le- level headed. <laughs> Mature and level headed? Level okay. headed sense of humor. Yeah. Do you find pretty. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> Accessible, like. Not really. Not in Toronto. <gasps> oh! No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. You're gonna get KenCon real <laughs> 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 Joking, joking. Um, well, Sal and I talked about this earlier. Um, I think as you get older, like I'm tired of putting it out there. I'm tired of being the one that flirts because what is attractive to me is somebody that's confident. So in order to illustrate that to me, you need to hit on me. Oh, so is that someone who can walk up to you and tell you face to face? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or like my Instagram profile, oh, DM okay. me oh, okay. and tell me. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. yeah, you seem really fun and interesting. Yeah. For someone to creep you, okay. yeah. For someone to creep you online. And then, oh. yo, people, did you know that it's an option to to put your profile on public or private, right? So if it's on public, what you think this is? Okay, yeah, why do you think my profile's on public? Exactly. So, like, okay. Your, right. your profile's on public. Yeah, like yeah. I'm totally fine. Like, right. creep, I don't even know away. now. I gotta okay. check. Have you ever gotten a request when someone follows you? Like, I, I got my personal one. I don't know. I have to, I don't really use Instagram personally, Graham. Well, Dean, get on it. It's the new form of I know. I, I guess I'm like late. <laughs> it's because you're Those old. are the most Eeyore that I've heard. Yeah, yeah I guess sometimes. 
<laughs> Dean, what do you look for in someone that you would give a chance um, to? I know you're not looking per se, but like. Uh, come one, come all. Is so this I'm is like the first. The first step is acknowledging what. Yeah, <laughs> my name is Dean, <laughs> and I might have a standard. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Really can't think of one trait. I mean, I I want it to be someone that you know, like that that. Uh, let's see, live. You know, let let's. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like they can let you live your life. Like mm-hmm. I have, I like I do a lot of things. I'm busy. Like I I. I can't babysit someone that, you know, needs too much attention, I think. So, uh, I'd like someone that has, like, their own shit going on, I think. That's good. Do you find that that comes from experience? Well, it's just, like, the way I am. Like, I, because, like, you know, if if I'm dating someone that's, like, maybe too needy, I'm probably not the right person for them because I can't really provide that aspect i i'm just like too much into my own shit that i i don't know unless i'm like unless something weird happened where i was just like totally changed because i was head over heels and i, I but that's I not know. a good look I, I i mean i'd be shocked if that happened but you know maybe also, maybe the reason some... would be like yo dean dean you're really shake yeah yeah I don't we know lost you i don't know if it'll be with maybe i don't know maybe with someone ghost would say it i think <laughs> You <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't save me. Ooh, a sassy ghost. <laughs> no, but I think that that's something that like, like that's earned knowledge, right? Like, just not to like to put you on blast, but like you know, you come to that understanding, or at least you came to that understanding. I, from what I understand, from like past experiences, and mm. kind of being like, when I do the opposite of this, it doesn't really work out. So it'd be like, if you were to, I think like we'd both be alarmed if you were like, guys, I'm quitting you know all of my creative projects and i'm staying at home and disappearing from mm-hmm. life yeah, yeah you're gonna become ghosts too and yeah. we only have one ghost yeah. at a time and so. we don't need a sequel <laughs> exactly it just came out <laughs> just came. <laughs> i'm not ready for the second half yeah <laughs> do you need some gluten-free yeah of course i have do. it it's okay can Actually. i oh so, what do you think um, expectations are if you are dating in your thirties? What's the expectation when you're when like you where st- the relationship's going to go? Are you yeah, well, like, yeah. What do you want the end product to be? I here's my problem is that I go into every relationship being like, "This is it. This has got to be it," and then that's such a deterrent because then I freak out mm-hmm. and then be like, "No, I'm not ready for it to be it." Because mm-hmm. as you get closer to like forty. You start freaking out about, like, I have to settle down. Like, now's the time. So as you go to date, like, you go on a first date, you go on a second date, whatever. And then you're just like, fuck, is this, is this going to be, is this the one? And that's a, that's a shitty, that's a, yeah. That's fuck. Hmm. So it's, it's like convincing yourself to just, like, be present, be in the moment, enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Versus trying to, like dive right into this. Do you think that unknowns are unsettling to you? Absolutely. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. Do you find that that's something that's always been the case or do you find like as you get older that 
it's becoming more and more about like if I don't know where this is going, I'd rather just curve it. Or if I think it might go somewhere, Ooh, I'm going to curve it. Anyway. Good question. Um, yeah, is there like some kind of self sabotage even happening without knowing it? Is this turning into a counseling session? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm because no, like to be honest, like coming at it from a similar, similar angle, right? Because mm-hmm. like the same thing would happen to me. You know, you're like, oh, is this happening? And then you're like, oh, I don't want this to happen right now. Like, you think you're ready, but then you're when it's happening, you're like, it's not right now. Like, but do you think that there ever is a right time? Or does does part of you have to adjust and accept the situation for what it is and saying, you know what, this might not be the perfect time for me, but this might be the right person. Mm. I I've think I'm continuously reminding myself of that on a daily basis. Yes. Right. Reframing my thought my thoughts to be like, it might not be the right time. It's true. Like being it's really hard obviously to be aware of yourself, especially as you're doing stuff or whatever. So like checking in like that is pretty much so key because you'd be like, okay, then I'm not gonna waste anybody's time if I know how I feel. And if it feels different from what not I've decided, but if I'm like, oh, this is where I'm at. And then you meet someone, let's say, and that person like challenges that perspective, then it's time to reevaluate, right? But when you don't know what you're, when you're open to everything, but actually secretly not open to anything at all, it's like, that's when you get into that fuckery of like, oh, I'm with this dude, oh, he called me, I'm not going to answer, I'm going to, like, you know what I mean? You just do that, like, you just do the crazy things instead of being like, because you're, like, you're a very blunt person, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I feel like, and I'm as well, so it's like very frustrating to be in that, that when you don't know what you want you're just like oh no i just want to be able to say it but you don't know what to say so you just like end up deflecting or just yeah end up because yeah i don't think it's like a self-sabotage thing it might be like a the not knowing is what is causing the thing like the bit of the yeah but also there's nothing wrong with the unknown yeah but it feels that way it does feel like like there's something wrong with it is this all going back to like the societal pressures though because like why is the end result have to be like this is mr or mrs like everything forever by a particular age as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, why is there a deadline? Why sure. is like, like 40? Because like when you're 20, like the your late 20s, you're like, this is the deadline. When I hit 30, like I got to get married. Mm. And then that passes and you kind of live through it. And you're like, well, that went by. And now it's like the next one's going to be 40. And then what happens if that goes by? Like, are you just... The okay. end of every it, decade you have yeah, a then like, then it's like, Florida you know, in my 50s, like, let me tell you. like I've been around my second I think it goes back to like... As someone who's always wanted children, you, so I've, I've had the conversation with myself. It's like, do you want children bad enough that you are going to have children on your own, whether or not you find this person or not? Um, and then you have this conversation where it's like, you start this countdown in your head of, okay, so this random timeline that you make up in your head about like, I need to have a baby by this age. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, there's, there's so many conversations that you have in your head and then you put so much pressure on yourself in those situations. But would you have a baby without a man to be like, does it have to be like, we've, we're together now we're married. Now we're having a kid. Would you just be like, fuck it. Like, Oh no, I definitely would have a baby without a man. Oh, sick. Okay. Oh, you want to be without a man. So there is no pressure. So then what? Yeah. So then you can just, you don't need anything. Well, yeah, but like the reality of having a baby without a man is like <clears throat> tough, tough. The single like, mother is yeah, a rough yeah. life. Yeah. And I also like, also going into like a race thing, being a white woman and making the decision to have a single, has a, have a baby on my own as a white woman, it seems like an empowering move. Mm-hmm. But as a black woman, 
a woman saying like I'm gonna have a baby on my own it's not an empowering move because you have so many judgments from society as a black woman being a single mom mm-hmm. where that wouldn't come or be put on a, a white woman yeah and there's like a it's not like white guilt but there's like a like an acknowledgement of a racial thing to say I'm empowered by this decision and feel really empowered by it and like pronounce it and also have like even if you aren't in a partnership, people will just assume I find that you are. Like, if you see, yeah. like, a nice white woman with a yeah. baby carriage across the sure, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? They'd be like, yeah. oh, like, her yeah. man's is at home. It's yeah, just like, an assumption, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah it's so that's also frustrating yeah. for you, like, for you or people in that position as well, because you're just like, no, I've actually made this choice, so this empowering thing. Now I have to be like, where, you know, where's the mister yeah. or whatever the fuck? Mm. You're like, please leave me alone. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, and then with... <laughs> Bitch. Did you hear yeah. about that Kid Rock thing? I was so pissed. He's like running for senator. Yeah, what At, the fuck? As Kid Rock, I'm pretty sure this motherfucker has a government name he's not using. Oh, God. Kid Rock is running, but he did this speech or whatever in Detroit. Apparently, he still has a stupid show. Like, people go to his musical show in 2017. Anyway. Like a concert? A like, concert, yeah. The, <laughs> I forgot the word. Show. <laughs> a musical show. I don't know, it's cabaret or something. I don't know. Fucking vaudeville. No, but he, like, and he, like, went on this long rant about, like, how basically women who very very off color i would say but uh, about women who dis- like who have all these children that they can't afford and like all these like deadbeat dads but then he goes on to describe the deadbeat dad as this gangster with his pants down so you're like oh cool so like by like naturally i assume that you're speaking about black mm. women when, yeah. because their counterpart isn't mm. Yeah, and he's like kind of like chills with Ted Nugent is like a known racist. Oh, so it's just like, go. oh, cool. It's like you just did that like Nixon era like welfare queen bullshit. And mm-hmm. Like they're just having kids, and it's like, um, aren't you like banning contraceptives though? Like I yeah, thought yeah. y'all have. So okay, if you have a problem with it, then they're just like, no, but you're all whores anyway. So that's fine. It's just like, yeah. So run for governor and and continue to fuck everybody over. Exactly. But it's true, like, yeah, like, anyway, it's just weird that, like, in the news, that is also, like, a thing that you speak of, where it's, like, there's this total unfair, uh, I, I, um, <clears throat> when it comes to this, I don't know, like, it, does it make kind of sense to think about having a kid in a more logical way than, you know, just, like, kind of a lustful way when you're meeting someone? Like, wouldn't the criteria kind of be different? Like, you could meet some someone that you're not necessarily, like, super attracted to, but you feel like they'd be a good dad or they'd raise a kid well. So maybe... You, like, may, you wouldn't... You <clears> maybe then it why would you want to like kid with the person? Well, because like you, you rather than having to do it on your own, you can find someone that is like compatible in a certain way. Like maybe, yeah, you're maybe you're not romantically involved, but... Have a they, practical you, relationship. Yeah, like I, I don't want to, you know, like point you out, but like let's say this this guy Dude, that you like... That this the, This guy, this previous guy, let's say, you, you know, maybe you're not romantically in love, in love anymore, but like he's still a good friend of yours. Like what if... if uh, you know, he, you're like, let's just have a kid together. You know, it doesn't mean like you're going to get back together or anything like that. But like, maybe he's the right person that you can raise a child with. Uh, this is just a hypothetical. It's well, not, I don't know this guy at all. Would probably not oh, okay. <laughs> but hypothetically speaking, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, I know. I agree with you. Yeah. Come on. Do I, I can see that. Cause I've definitely reached out to other friends. Like other friends have been like, I'd give you my seat. Yeah. My seat. <laughs> People have reached out to you with that. Not like unsolicited, but just like just like a jar. Just like I've had this conversation with people. I was like, yeah, I definitely have a baby. With a label maker, my seed. 
David Seed. <laughs> David Seed. It's, it's in the kitchen cover. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, God. Did you put it in the fridge? It's oh, yeah. You might have to freeze it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, no. There has to be a proper temperature. You can't just... Dele's freezer is really cold, so you can't put it in there. It'll freeze, oh, and then it'll kill the egg. Oh. It's like a SCOBY. You need to a keep it at, like... <laughs> Oh my god! You gotta keep it at a certain temperature. I'm sure that there's a shelf life, but I think it should be kept in the freezer. But not yours. It's too cold. So, uh, okay. What's a so... scoby? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I only guessed in my mind. What it is. I don't know. What scoby is. is the thing you need to make kombucha. It's like a living organism. Oh, oh the yeast! Like, the like, yeasty, yeah. like oh like man, why don't you talk about cum and yeast in the same <laughs> fucking sentence? You just. Reference a Scoby, like everyone in the fucking room is supposed to know what that is. I feel like I've, I've, I've heard Scoby before, but no, alright. For some reason, I was thinking. I thought it was the petri dish type. That's pretty petri dish. It sounds petri dishish. <laughs> Scoby. Can you name your firstborn child Scoby? Scoby. <laughs> Middle name. Scoby. Scoby too. Scobato! <laughs> okay. Back so from this, back. I think we've kind of like gathered that that dating in your thirties is definitely different. There's, it's the stakes are a bit higher, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more reservations related to it. For sure. Do you like obviously as people that I guess you could go the pragmatic route and just be like, hey, friend. <laughs> You got to me. Give me your yeah, scoby yeah, you on, on the black market. <laughs> Throw some scoby in the peachy. Let's do this thing. Uh, you got a scoby <laughs> and a just turkey baster. You so, see it later. Turkey baster. Oh fuck. Ew, that's I know. What I movie that was phrase. that in? Wait, you in a real turkey baster? <laughs> Seriously. Oh fuck. Is that why the turkey? Don't baster? breathe. Um, true. <laughs> you saw that part? No, it's just... <laughs> turkey baster. This is real. Bruh. You guys never saw that movie? That movie? <laughs> it's a great movie. Don't look now. Have you seen Don't Breathe? No. Anybody? Chris? Come on. <laughs> I mean, oh, Ghost? <laughs> Dean's alone. Dean's alone. Yeah. Somebody reach out if you've seen Don't Breathe. We don't know. What that is? Um, There's a turkey baster. Did they put scoby in it? Yes. Did they put? And then they were squirting scoby into. Oh, oh. true. <laughs> um, okay, but basically, there's like that route. Gonna hold Maybe we we've, we've dissuaded anyone from fucking wanting to do that now. Yeah. The turkey baster and throw the scoby in. Also, can I just clarify squir- that I'm not like a baby? Like, I'm not gonna go on a date with you and be like, yo. Give me your seed. I'm gonna like collect it from the condom. Like I'm not crazy. No, you, you don't do that, girl. No, you just, also, you just put a hole in it. Right I want to say. Joking. No, I just saw that from Instagram. I would never do that. I want no baby. <laughs> you saw that on Instagram? Yeah, it's like a thing. Apparently, there's like um. Oh yeah, side salad. Oh, sorry, guys. Side salad. Yeah. So apparently, um, so. In the in the Midwest and parts of the South, it's like a really weird popular thing to like trap men who are in the military. So while they're oh. yeah, while because oh, they have like guaranteed okay, income right. and like if you're oh, if you have a baby by fuck. them, it's like it's basically until they die they get like free education, whatever. So like girls are like having one night stands or oh. like sex situations with guys who are and, uh, and poking the holes. Yeah, that's a thing. Is it widespread? 
I mean, I've heard of it. Do I live in the Midwest? Yeah, so it's so, I mean, it's pretty yeah. widespread, yeah. But it's pretty it's pretty nuts, but, like, it's a pretty a guaranteed check. It's mm. rough. Apparently, it's very popular in Virginia. Maybe it works out, you know? Ah. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. Sure. Take it for what it would. You know, and you're just I like, if they only know. ask me for the jar, <laughs> I mean, we could just skip all this kerfuffle. <laughs> but then you have to join the military, so people want it. Um, but basically... What do you think, like, moving forward in terms of your life? Like, you know, everyone's busy and they're they're kind of, like, learning about what it is that they're looking for. What would be, like, advice that you would give to um, somebody who is looking for a relationship in their 30s with all those things that we had discussed? I think there's probably, if you're in your 30s, there's probably a couple of things off your list you're going to have to cross off. Are you, you're looking at me like I... Oh, no, I was, I was looking at my, my, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't purposeful. Um, I guess when you're in your 20s, you have an ideal person that you feel that you should end up with. I guess, you know. But when you reach your 30s, I think there's a couple of things off that list you have to compromise on. Because the other person has to compromise as well at some point, right? So you might might not be perfect for them, but you'll be pretty good. Like, it's it's a timing thing. Yeah. But do you think in... But then you're more picky in your 30s. Yeah. You can, I think you can be more picky and take off a couple of items off your list as well. Like the ones that are idealistic? Yeah, the ones that are just, yeah, are more idealistic rather than practical. Because by your 30, you're sort of solidified in who you are. So you, if you were given a choice, you would say, out of these five options, these three are the most important. The other mm-hmm. two I can live with, right? right. So you just, you just have to know what those are and then just go with that. Do you guys agree? Yeah, yeah, I would say. But also, yeah, again, be confident in your in yourself and what you want. But also don't be so stubborn and set in your ways. Be open to compromise. That's that's, that's so vague, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think compromise is the same as lowering your standards or giving up. It's just being a bit more realistic. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Theater? What's the... Uh, it's, <laughs> no, Why are we here? What? <laughs> Where the fuck what are we? This ain't something inspirational and I need to go. <laughs> Where's my scoby? <laughs> Find yourself a scoby. A scoby you can live with. <laughs> That's what yeah. we learned today. Okay, well, what were we talking about? Okay. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for coming through. <laughs> Dean, a pleasure. Oh. Riley, oh, always a pleasure. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I would like you to come Interesting back to topic though, Dean. Thanks for bringing that up, that to the table. To the forefront. Mhm. It's true. You know what, guys? The struggle is real. Yeah. And and it's nice to know that we're not alone. A lot of people feel this way. Like I feel yeah. like this conversation happens more than you don't even talk about it in your 20s. It's yeah. not something you think about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy texts me back, blah blah blah, and then like when you're like, "Oh, like I have to like I am now a person and I have to start thinking, you know, about the type of people that are even around me. For sure. And the same way with friends too, where it's like you can't really hang out with people that aren't like fucking with the things that you're fucking with or will distract you from what you need to do. It kind of sounds like that would be the logical next step is just like absolutely not with a partner because it's probably the most influential person in your life. Mm-hmm. Good way to wrap it up, Sal. You know, I've been doing this for 28 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Learn a thing or two, you know what I'm saying? Okay, anyway, um, thank you so much for listening and uh, just know that I'm gonna be fucking fun. Okay, bye guys! Bye. <laughs> it gets better as you get older. Take care.